Uh, Chief Soberger is the chief of the Peoria Fire Department. Morning, Chief. Thanks for joining us early. How are you? Good morning to you guys. Thanks for having me. You know, I uh, I don't think many people put it in their minds that you help out in car crashes, medical situations, obviously help us with fires, uh, save radio personalities from stuck elevators. Yes, uh, uh, at least at least once for me. Thank you very much. And I think the rest of the time we think, okay, you're just getting your equipment uh, up to date and, uh, and and making chili. We forget about the aspect that part of your safety is inspecting buildings. That is, um, we like to say in this, you know, in our profession, this point, you know, this concept, this aspect is like working in the dark. A lot of people um, forget about that part of it. I know when I came into the industry as a firefighter, I was unaware that that's a function that we perform. And it, it's a it's a critical facet to the safety of your community, the safety oh, of buildings. Yeah. Um, it's I don't know. Yeah, it, it's and it's difficult. So and so today today is just an, another example. Of well, that. and and the reason we're asking you to join us or ask you to join us is there's a building downtown that is called Riverview Plaza. A lot of people remember it as Saving Center Tower. That's what it was called years ago. Yeah. It's where mm-hmm. the Chase Bank uh, is, and there's a lot of offices, attorneys, and such in that building. And according to the information we have, the building has been closed at per orders from the Peoria Fire Department. Can you tell us why? Yes. So um, I'll bore you with a short story. Um, we were called last night at about 1,600 hours, so 4 p.m., um, from a, a person from Peoria County Courthouse saying that there was a substantial amount of water that was coming out of that building. Out of the building? So, yeah. So normally you would get that via a fire alarm. Okay. We didn't get that. So we got this for, for a phone call. So that's a huge red flag to start. And that a lot of this will make more sense as we talk about this. Yeah. Um, we got on the scene, saw that they had a substantial water leak. Um, we were working with their staff to mitigate that. Well, then we start digging deeper. You know, why did the fire alarm system not trip this alarm? And and that's where we're at today. The fire alarm system is not compliant. It's not monitoring. Basically, they get a signal and it's not going anywhere. Um, they've been working with GETS since June of last year. That's one issue. The second issue is, is that their sprinkler system for a high-rise does not work. And so now you have tenants, occupancy in this building. So, and it bleeds over into the Hamilton Street side as well. So you have 111 Jeff, 125 Jeff, and then addresses off of Hamilton that tenants cannot be in there today. We're working with the property management. I believe property ownership is going to be on the scene today. We'll be on the scene working with community development to try to expedite this. So what it sounds like... It's not like a condemned structural building, but it is a problem, a prevention problem that needs to be addressed for well, safety. If there's of, a fire well, or out anything, of compliance, like, yeah, out, out of, of compliance. compliance right. If there's a fire and everything, I mean, you, you, from your perspective, it's unsafe to let people go back in until they fix that problem. Correct. That is correct, and so, like I said yesterday, with the water leak. Um, those things, when they're hooked up properly with your fire alarm system, we would have gotten the alarm mm-hmm. that there is a water leak. Was it um, a, well, Chief, so was it, it a broken pipe or was it just activated? 
though it's sprinkler. No, it was a broken pipe. Yeah, they have yeah. a significant uh, issue with that, oh, which boy. I believe is, is is easy enough for them to remedy. You know, broken pipes happen often. Sure. Um, these are older buildings, older infrastructure, so that that part should be fine for them. Now it's helping them with uh, their fire alarm system, which has. And I won't dive too incredibly deep. They they have substantial issues with their fire alarm system and their sprinkler well, system. Let me so we're going to be there with them today. I do want to talk about systems for a second in a, in a, in a second, but I want to ask you this first. So today, if I'm a tenant, if I'm an attorney or I'm a, a person that rents a space in that building, uh, I can go back in escorted. Am I escorted by the fire department? Is that who's going to take me in? We could, uh, but generally that's through property owner, okay. property management. The management. They'll then, hire a, a security firm. Got it. More than likely to help people. Okay. To get Just to go get your stuff, go get your files, go get your whatever it is you need for the next day or two. Is there any Correct. anticipation of how long the building will remain closed? Uh, I probably couldn't answer that accurately. I should be able to at some point today, you know, working with whatever companies they bring in. I know that there's been communication with Getz, with PIPCO, on the sprinkler system side, and then Thompson and Johnson Electric on the fire alarm system side. So I think sometime this morning we should have a better idea on how long this building will stay in this state. 645 WMBD, Greg and Dan, we are talking with the Peoria uh, chief of the fire department, uh, Chief Solberger, the Riverview Plaza building at the corner of Jefferson and Hamilton uh, yesterday evening after uh, uh, the fire department got a report of water coming out of the building from somebody across the street. Yeah. That's never the good when somebody yeah. sees you across the yeah. street and sees the water coming out. Uh, now the building is uh, going to be closed to tenants until some things can be rectified. Uh, how often do you, outside of this, this is responding to a call, or maybe it's mm-hmm. something that you see, but do you regularly go around and inspect buildings that don't have problems that are just part of a regular inspection? Yes. In an ideal world, you'd like to be able to say that you can touch 4,000 commercial addresses, and we have over 4,000 commercial addresses in the city of Peoria. And the, the issue that we're running into is, is proper staffing, and that's not casting any shade on anybody sure. on how we got to this point, but we have one person in the fire department, and his name's Charlie Perrin, and he does plans review. And he doesn't even do inspections. He, he, he does them when he can with these commercial structures. Um, but every single plan, so every single renovation, every single build goes through Charlie's desk. And that's just our department, community wow. development, to have one person, Rich Storm, that handles buildings. So I think what we're, what we're looking at here is probably years, if not decades, of, of an untenable situation in regards to inspections. Sure regular inspections um but then then you get into enforcement you know we were we've just been talking about this this morning because we all got in here at five o'clock knowing that we had this significant issue that you can only do so much whether your community development buildings fire department plans review inspections now you're working with building owners knowing that they have code compliance issues now it's on the property owner to make to ensure that they get done so when you get into an enforcement mechanism standpoint, you only have two routes as a city. Either you can find them or you can temporarily shut the building down until the issues are rectified. And in either situation is not good. Right. No, neither is what you would like to have happen. Real quick, uh, one last question back to systems. And again, know uh-huh. that we're all lay people. Uh, if you had uh, a magic wand and everybody had the uh, proper amount of funding, 
What would a what's what's a great system look like? I mean, for a, a, a typical commercial entity, what what is that that you like to see? You like to see that they have regular inspections, regular maintenance and repair, and that they keep proper records. I mean, in in the most basic form. So you, you know, depending on the size of the building, and this is an extreme example. This is a high rise, twenty stories, and to see that they're they're doing proper maintenance, proper repair their one-year, three-year, and five-year inspections. Um, and all of those things lead to where we're at today. Those things are not happening. And uh, an address of this significance, this is where you see systems in disrepair. Well, you know, Patrick Yurick's got the answer. He told us once, we can fix all the roads and do everything. It just takes money. No, we just That's need right. money. We just need, uh, we need a Correct. bunch of money. <laughs> All right, Chief. Uh, thanks for doing what all you folks do for us. We do appreciate it. I know you probably don't hear thanks a lot, but we do appreciate it, whether it's responding to those accidents that we have out there on the roadways or helping our grandparents if they are having an issue at a at a nursing home. I know you guys do a lot of that stuff, yeah. too. And this is of utmost importance. So uh, keep up the good work. We'll talk to you later. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. So long. That's Chief Solberger at the Peoria Fire Department. Again, uh, Riverview Plaza building. Uh, if you know somebody that has an office there and they don't know this, uh, the fire department closed them down yesterday, and you've got to go back in with an escort today to get whatever stuff you need. Whatever they only have one inspector, and you walk by his office and they go, hey, what are you doing today, Charlie? And he's like, well, I'll see stop, all these. Stop talking to me. Yeah. That's tough. And, and, yeah. I, and, and again, I know Chief wasn't trying to throw shade. He said that. No, no. Uh, it's, it's just the way the world is.